I am headed to the game with my husband. The Kansas game is coming up today with a kick at 11 a.m. My husband coined a phrase about the debacle last week in Dallas-Fort Worth area. He called it the Texas Wildcat Massacre. And that is exactly what happened that day out on the field. I certainly hope that today we ha can rebound from that Texas Wildcat Massacre and not end up with a Jayhawk Massacre. I hope we are able to be the massacring party. I've got a couple of points to the game, things that I think we've got to do better. First off, I'm hoping that Dylan Gabriel is on the field. I hope he is able to get the ball to our playmakers, Marvin Mims. Please, please, please get the ball in Marvin's hands. It's great to get the ball to Drake Stoops and Jalil Farouk as well, but Marvin's got to have some big touches. I hope Dylan is able, able to play well, protect the ball like he has earlier in the season, and I hope he is totally healed up from his concussion protocol. I also hope that Kansas doesn't decide to take any cheap shots at him if he scrambles a little bit or anything like that. The other main points are defense related. We have got to stop their run. I think as I was reading last night, Kansas is 14th in the run game nationwide and our defense is 122nd or something like that in the run defense. So we've got to do better on that stand on that on that part. If it takes a four-man defensive front, let's do it. Whatever it takes, we need to be able to do that. If we're going to let their backup quarterback beat us, he needs to beat us with his arm. Now, he tried to last year. So, I know he's a good competitor, even though he's the backup quarterback. I know he'll be out trying to do well, maybe win the starting position back. But we've got to stop the run and make him beat us through the air. I hope we see some new faces, younger guys getting to play defense. Um, I have heard that we've got, we are going to see some more of those um, maybe freshmen, sophomores that haven't been getting much playing time. Hopefully our defensive coordinator is in line with that and planning on letting some of those guys get some reps for practice for next year. Is there anything you can think of, Robin, that I haven't mentioned? If Gabriel can't play, they got to play a good quarterback. Oh, yes. If Gabriel is unable to play, which I don't think will be the case, We've got to let one of the other backup quarterbacks at least try. And that doesn't mean let Nick Evers in for two possessions where and tell him to hand off up the middle. Let's see if he's got an arm. What's wrong with trying it? The season's kind of a bust already, so what's wrong with getting, getting reps that are good for next year? And why haven't we gotten to see General Booty? Come on. Let us see him, Jeff Levy. Stop this nonsense. Anyway, that's all for now. We've gotten into a little bit of traffic, but we'll still make the game on time. Boomer, Sooner, go OU. Hello. What do you get when you take Sooner football and two very passionate, opinionated ladies 
You add those together and you get Talk Sporty. Hello, I'm Dana. I'm Sean. And we are here to talk sporty with you. Yes, we this are. This is season one, episode nine. Oh my god. Can gosh. you believe <laughs> no. that we're this far into the season, Sean? No, oh my I goodness. I cannot. I cannot believe it. Yeah. But... Well, tell me about the game. What did you think about the OU Kansas game yesterday? So it was like a, it was a really fun atmosphere. Um, it, it was a fun game. The weather was nice. Everybody seemed pretty excited, which was good coming off the week before. So that was nice to see. It just seemed like the people who were there wanted to be there. And there was a lot of excitement in the air, I thought. And I think people thought this is our chance to kind of turn the season around. A little bit of a redemption game. And, you know, it's an 11 o'clock game, yeah. and how many times do the students not show up for that? Well, they were but a little we late. <laughs> above. They were a little late, but they've pretty much filled in yes, that whole did. area yeah, around the band, I thought. Yeah, no, I, they did. I was very proud that they got there. I mean, it might have been 1130, right. 12 when they straggled in, but um, I, I was proud that they did show up and yes. they were there, stayed uh-huh. for most of the game. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was hot. Yeah. Um, I debated about wearing shorts or jeans. You do that all the time. Look, look what it's going to be it. at the end of the game, not at the beginning of the game, Dana. End of the game. And then I thought, it's eyes on the prize. Degrees. Surely shorts will be fine. And I was so glad that oh, yeah. I wore shorts. It was hot. It was as hot as those games in early September. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know, that's what it seemed like. And that sun was beating down on us the whole game. I wasn't playing and exercising like the guys were. So I'm sure they got uh, very hot. Yeah. So I thought about wearing this. Uh Uh-huh. Very cute. cute, But it's a sweater. Thank you. Thank you. Um, For those of you who can't see, it's a red sweater, crimson sweater. It says Okla, O-K-L-A, and glittery script it's pretty fun but anyway it's a sweater and I'm like "Mm, no when it says it's going to be about 88 degrees 11 o'clock kickoff in a sunny day no was very smart move on your part very smart (laughs) yes yes yeah yes and then my um I said the second half with my sister she's down in the south end zone and they're in the shade the whole time because my dad was over there um we didn't have him sit in the sun over by me um, so then oh, okay. it was pretty comfortable. Okay. Well, we were in, in the, the shade in the sun, but it's not as fun to well, watch. Right, the game you don't there. have any depth perception not in the in, in those ends. Yeah, yeah. It was really funny because Shane, she s- sat with me most of the first half, and she's like, "Oh, I forgot how close you are to the action." She's like, "This is fun," you know. She's like, "You're so close," <laughs> and. <laughs> And a lot of stuff happened down, you know, You're with right. the North a end lot zone. of the um, first half, the first half too. Yes. There was a lot of action, so yeah. So it, it was a it was a good place. Now to the be. boys yeah. had on yeah. uh, really cool uniforms. They were new. Um, yep, they had been designed uniforms. by who? Pat Fields, um, Kelly, Kelly, Kelly. yeah, Creed Humphreys, yes. Jeremiah and, Hall, and someone else. Anyway. I guess yeah. I should have written that down, but yeah. I thought they mm-hmm. were really cool. They all said unity on the back for their name, where their name would be. Yes. Um, yeah. Where we sit, 
it was hard to read their numbers. Their number was enough of, mm-hmm. there wasn't a contrast between it and the color yes. of the jersey so well. Yeah. And so we'd say, well, Unity sure made a good tackle. Unity sure made a good run. That's- Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Well, um, so I, it's so funny that they were bringing out the alternate uniforms this week because like four or five weeks ago, that was a topic that I wrote down. I have this list on my phone of different podcast uh-huh. topics. You know, I think of something. And and I have a whole thought about alternate uniforms. So oh, since yeah. we went Let's there, talk about we can talk about it. But I'm not always a huge fan of alternate uniforms for other team, how other teams have done them. Because I'm kind of a traditionalist, and I really like crimson and cream. So I do tend to like OU's alternate unis, like... The bring the wood and the Rough Riders oh, yes. uniforms. I've all, yes. because they're yes. crimson and cream, and I love that classic color. I think that's great. I love, yeah, I love the cream, you know, jerseys. And then the year they did the red, jer- you know, crim- crimson jerseys with the cream pants. I just, I really like that. Um, like Oregon and Nike, you guys oh, wow. just go do you. Nobody else but needs to do that. But some of those crazy colors um, that they play in, neon, everything. Oh, gosh. I know. But <laughs> whatever. Oregon's <laughs> going to be Oregon. Um, and, and Nike's got the money for them to do that. So whenever they start talking about alternate uniforms, I'm like, well, it really all depends. Because, like, did you see TCU's uniforms yes, yesterday? Yes, I did. They're alternate uniforms. Okay, Siri, and and my nephew went to TCU, and I talked to my sooner sister about this. Yes, they really? were red, red, and I thought, why red? are they why? red? I mean, purple. I understand why. And okay. stupid horn frogs. So here's I mean, the what's deal. What's a horn frog? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> okay, so that's why they have the. They, that's part of why they have the red on their alternate uniforms because horn frogs like spit blood out of either their eye or something like that. And so that's why they put the red with the purple. That's the significance oh behind their alternate uniforms. I'm really scared of a horn okay, frog. Fine, Come on. But it still doesn't. Who cares what it spits on me? It, it doesn't look like it. TCU, right? And so I, yeah. You what was that last on thing it. Who said? cares if it spits blood at you? Just step on it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, well, but we d- we no. didn't a couple weeks ago, so let's maybe we shouldn't go there. But so I don't like alternate uniforms that don't look mm-hmm. like the team. Um, so I'm not always a fan of alternate uniforms that bring in a whole different color. But I have to say that these OU alternate uniforms were awesome looking. Now, what you were talking about with the numbers, when my son was a sophomore. They had, their their colors were black and gold, but they had a uniform that was that uh-huh. anthracite color, and they had, their numbers okay. were hard to read too, that they actually got rid of them the next year because it was just too hard to see the number against it. Because um, for those who didn't see the game, OU, they had the numbers in um, a satiny crimson, which looked really sharp. Um, a little bit of a white outline. I heard somebody say on the radio, maybe if that white outline was Brighter. a little bit uh-huh. broader, that maybe you could see the numbers. Brett told me that they did not look oh, good on TV. Okay. But they looked they looked good in person. The guys liked them. I think Unity was the 
per- this was the perfect week I to agree. have that I agree. Message. And it just happened to be that way. You know, earlier in the week, there were mm-hmm. tweets about yeah. um, how dare them bring this in and why do they think that's going to make the players play better. They had selected these uniforms, designed them, you know, in the past, and they knew they were going to play wear mm-hmm. them at homecoming. So yes. I thought it couldn't have happened at a better right. time. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, and recruit, and you know what, recruits like that stuff. They they do. Let let's be honest. And um, but yeah, and also they were honoring um, yes. Dr. Prentice Scott, um, the first black scholarship player at the university who played from fifty six to fifty nine. So a, a man um, worthwhile yes. um, of the honor. After and, college, so. he got his master's. He got his doctorate. Um, Barry Switzer, they were talking to him pregame, mm-hmm. and Barry said, I tried to get him to come help us be an academic advisor. Yes, and I read that. he wanted to stay at Missouri, and and uh, he said, so I, I was crushed. I mean, I knew him. He really loved He's teaching. a great guy. Um, it, mm-hmm. You know, I wished that he would have come and worked at our university after he played there. Yeah. So I thought that was that was cool I to honor him. I went back and read. Yeah. I went back and read this article on him that I had seen in like the Sooner magazine before. And actually this article was in OU Daily, but I think a reprint of it had been in the OU Sooner magazine one time. And it was talking about how he, his desire like in life, um, his wife said, was just to be a man of great humility and respect and a lot of the players said he he was a person of grace but one of the stories about him and and why these players wanted to honor him with this unity uniform I think too because for a lot of these players he set the stage for what they would do and so he was a freshman and they were coming back from a game I think it said somewhere around Tulsa and they go to the restaurant, you know, that I'm sure it's already been arranged that the football team's going to come, you know, to this restaurant after the game. And the owner of the restaurant came and said to him, you're going to have to sit down in the basement and eat your meal. Um, he couldn't sit. He wasn't going to be allowed to sit up there with the team because, yeah, during still during um, segregation and stuff and Jim Crow. And so... Instead, he just went out to the bus, and on his way out to the bus, or after he got there, he turned and looked, and all of his teammates were coming out of the restaurant because Bud wasn't going to wow. let that happen. And um, so they, they wow. didn't eat their Well, that and great for the team. And for that the team restaurant owner up, probably you know, was like, him. Okay. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So, and I'm sure there there were not always easy times either, and there were some other tough times. But anyway, that just kind of talks about, um, you know, Bud made sure the players were going and the team was going yes. to back him yes. in that manner, um, and knew that he was the kind of guy who who could um, right. help integrate. He, he paved football. the way. Yeah, and he yeah. it, it had to yeah, be hard. He was the first black player in a Southern school. Wow. Yeah, or you know, in a, like kind of Southwest Conference, Big Eight kind of school, he was he was the first black scholarship player. I I did read there were other black players, but he was the first black scholarship player, you know, in one of the schools um, down wow. in this area. Wow, so, well, that's that's great. Kudos um, thank to you, him. Yes, and to thank Scott you. for the work you did and to his family. Love the I, yeah yes, and I did like the um, alternate 
uniforms also and the unity message and um so yeah it was, it was fun it was a great that was thing. fun and I think the guys got fired <laughs> up about it I thought that of course we get the ball to start the game we come out and it's mm-hmm. like we've got to do well we need to go score or at least have a possession we where we make some first yes. downs come on guys we got to do that yeah and that's what they did from the start. They took the ball, they worked it all the way down the field, and I think that I I think the first score was with um, two minutes and took two minutes and forty six seconds. So within that first two mm-hmm. minutes and forty six seconds, we'd scored a touchdown. And what I read was that's yes. the first opening scoring drive we had had since the very first game of the season. I think is what I read. Oh, and and wow. okay. that seemed to help okay. give us confidence um, that, hey, mm-hmm. we can play yes. against these guys. They may be ranked 19th in the nation. Right. I'm not yeah. sure that they really deserve mm-hmm. to be ranked 19th in the nation, but we can play against them, and, and we're ahead of them right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was good because uh, although I got a little nervous on the very first throw, uh, yes. big overthrow, <laughs> you know, Marvin yes. went, ran down the field, but – but the rest of the drive was um, pretty rock solid, and we we also mixed it up, running and passing. So that was oh, really yes. good to see. Four hundred and three yards passing, is that not awesome? Mm-hmm. All all Dylan Gabriel, he's out yeah. there passing four hundred three yards. And I looked it up against Texas. Our total passing the week before was thirty nine yards. So 403 compared to 39, I think that lets us know right there that we had a much better game plan for this, for this game. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. And when we used the wildcat, we used it in appropriate spots. And and when we used it, that was the, that was the perfect time to pull it out and use it. Mm -hmm. I kind of think. Right. Yeah, that, that goal would, that line stand the at the end of the second half, when mm-hmm. we're on the one foot line, yes. and we can't make up, you know, we can't mm-hmm. punch it in and score. Why did we not pull the wildcat out then and right. try it? Agreed, agreed. I do think that would have been a yeah. great spot for the yeah. wildcat. I think surely yes. we could have punched it. Yeah. A, I think so too. A foot across. In, instead, we. Yeah, we I was try. a little bit worried. Go ahead. Yeah. I was a, I, oh, I was just going to say, I was a little bit worried about that too, because so that gives them a little bit of momentum and they're getting yes, going they're to they're get getting the ball. the ball at the start of the second and, mm-hmm. and I'm sure yeah. they were like, hey, but we held them we at the one them. foot line. Um, mm-hmm. and, exactly. And we should have punched it in. I mean, come on. The, if it takes mm-hmm. letting Eric Gray sail over the O-line and the D-line and end up in mm-hmm. the in the end zone... Yes. We didn't even try that. We just tried to right. like run run through them. I mean, sometimes you got to jump or yeah. wildcat or end around. We never once tried going outside yes. the middle of the line. Yeah, never once tried attempted that. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. I would it, say that was although, not the best uh, call there, but mm-hmm. uh, four hundred three yards passing and um, rushing was uh, oh. Was just under yes. 300, but part of that was we were taking those knees at the end. So prior to taking the knees at the end, we had okay. just over so 300. So 298 so, rushing. Yeah. So yeah, basically. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And some of that, like I said, was um, Dylan just, you know, taking, taking, stepping back and taking a knee at the end. So before he started doing that, we had 
over 300. So yeah, 700 yards. And and that's great. So, and I know Kansas had um, 430 total yards. Um, mm-hmm. Texas had 585 against us. So I look at that and see that that is at least a plus on our, our defensive side. You know, yeah, 130 yards less mm-hmm. than what we allowed against Texas. Um, I know it's not the same yeah. offense whatsoever, but leading up to the game, they'd been saying that our offense, or I mean, our defense was like 117th in the nation allowing, oh, so, uh, rushing defense, not total defense, but rushing defense. Yeah, our rushing defense, um, yeah, was Allowing good, yeah. 200, and, I that's think, 40 yards, and that's how many rushing yards that Kansas norm had had been accumulating every game. Um, oh, okay. So how many rushing yards did oh, Kansas Oh, and of course have you'd have to game? ask me that, and I don't have that one written down. I think oh, they had okay. like 100, about it. 150, 160. Um, so yeah. clearly under what so they less normally than they've have. they've been having. Yes, clearly under yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. You know, I saw um, some people, some fans, because we talked about how we do have some nasty fans, but how they'd been complaining about the defense. Um, but I actually thought yes. they looked much yes. improved this week. I think when your offense is clicking, it makes it easier for your defense. We were sustaining some offensive drives, which we haven't been doing, right? And so the defense gets um, break. Um, And, you know, Kansas State has not lost since we played them. TCU is still undefeated. So, you know, those, those two games and we're, we're just not going to, I'm not going to comment on the UT game because there's, we we did nothing out last week. But one of the things, I know, but also Kansas, their last touchdown, we had a bunch of our young guys in. So we had second string guys. We had true freshmen in there. But I want to give a big shout out on defense this week to Key Lawrence. Because even in the first quarter, there were some times that he was maybe a little bit out of position. I mean, he'll be, he would be behind the receiver so he can make an immediate tackle, but he wouldn't really be in position um, early in the game to make a play on the ball. Well, he, he did. turned that around. He and had he, a good he'd game. batted that ball down that would have been a touchdown in the end zone. That, yes. would have, that was six yeah. points without him yeah. stepping in there and batting it down. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And he, I, know, I noticed a lot of times he was – there, you know, between the ball and the receiver. Um, so yeah, I th- and he was making some um, tackles, you know, um, even like on some of the running plays and stuff. So yeah, shout out to Key Lawrence. Way yes, to, way yes, to step it up. The other uh, defensive yeah, guy I, I wanted to shout impressed. out to was CJ Colden. Um, oh yeah, he met, oh my gosh, that man. interception was was fantastic. Um, it was the number one. Yeah. Uh, play on ESPN last night at the end of all the college football, you know, the college football playback show where they show their highlights. Mm -hmm. That was the number one um, replay. Um, And when you see him, he tips it up in the air and then he realizes, hey, I can get that. And he's falling on his back and he he just kind of grabs it with one arm. It it was fantastic. Yeah. I know. At first, I, just, was I was happy that he batted what I thought yes. batted down the ball. I didn't realize yeah, I, I he thought caught he can't it. Catch that, you know, you just see hand. it going down, and then it's like, wait, it, it it's on him. He he caught that. <laughs> I know. 
I'm like, dude, did you play basketball in high school? He maybe well, did. That was, yeah. That I did was a little look impressive. up on him because I thought, I, I don't know oh, who okay. he is. Tell me about well, He CJ is a redshirt senior and he just transferred to OU this year okay. from Wyoming. So he's a Wyoming transfer. And I kind of oh, remember okay. hearing about okay. somebody coming from Wyoming, but I, I hadn't really put it together. And so um, he yeah. played cornerback at Wyoming, but in high school, he played wide receiver and he was an all-stater in, I, I assume Wyoming. Okay. I'm not sure. I, it didn't really say where he'd grown up, but um, he played wide receiver okay. all through high school. He's got so good he's hands. Got good and hands. he said, I, I've been blessed with good hands. I can, I can catch the ball like that. And right. so you realize he made yeah. an interception last week against Texas and he made an interception yes. this no, week I, yeah, against Kansas. Yeah. And so Deshaun White had said, uh-huh. um, they interviewed him after the game, and he said, I'm so proud of my boy. I think that's what he called him. He goes by oh, CJ, and he yeah. said he's finally – he he was not able to come and play spring ball, so he came in the summer um, and fall ball. Right. And so okay. Deshaun yeah. said mm-hmm. he's finally learned the plays and the terminology, and uh-huh. we're going to see a whole lot more out of him as the season goes on. He said he, you, he's showing you I love that. one interception in the last two games, so – we're like, let's go for let's go for another one uh, right. when we play Iowa State. Exactly, for sure. And you know, he was a wide receiver. He's playing cornerback. DJ Graham's yes. going to be moving to wide receiver. He's the one who had that fabulous one-handed catch against Nebraska last year. Yes, so, and he's going to um, go switch yeah. back to wide receiver. I, was he recruited to play mm-hmm. wide receiver? Yeah. I think, and then. That's what I had read is that he was and that um, the wide receiver room was pretty packed. And they're like, well, you know, and he played both in high school like a lot of those guys do. I mean, you know, and a lot of guys play both ways. And so he he made the switch, but he was always been kind of a wide receiver at heart. So it sounded like DJ was excited, you know, to get to get back to playing wide receiver and um and that you know, our wide receivers had um, good game. I oh, mean, Marvin yes. did great. Yes, Braden. I know Braden's not a wide receiver. I know Braden's a tight end. But Braden had a fabulous game, over a hundred yard game. Talk about that. Those guys, those leaders, they were yes, stepping they were. up, man. You could just see. They're like, we are going to fight. We are going to show you guys how it's done. And it's like they were kind of pulling yes, along I think the so. They were guys. like, come on, and come on. We got to keep this going. We got to keep this going. Mm-hmm. Well, I was so yes, happy. Exactly. That- and then Theo got out there. So Theo's like, I, we were worried he was maybe, you know, hurt. But, you know, he had some great catches and oh, yeah. touchdown. And so all, all, all the, the wide things. receivers so went great. Jalil continues we got, to be We got Jalil. the ball to all of them. Which is what we need to do. You know, they're our playmakers. Yes. Stoops had a exactly. phenomenal catch mm-hmm. when we needed it. You know, he kind of stretched out for yes, one and did. caught it. And he did. Let his body get, oh, yeah. you know, bruised uh-huh. and, and hurt on the field. Yeah, he did. And then Gavin Freeman. <laughs> do, you, do you remember? Oh, oh my gosh. Gavin. He had one, you know, a 40-yard. He had yes, another diving, diving catch. catch. Where he's diving. Um, he's oh, like, I've he got did. to do this you know, and for I my think guys. It helps. As I remember, he he's over six feet tall. Yes. It helps that he's a tall, lanky guy. Uh, but I was like, that's a true freshman out there. Way to go. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. I, it was yeah. phenomenal. We got, we got and, of the course, all that passing opened up the run game. So then 
it was a whole lot easier yes. for our run game to get established, too. Because mm-hmm. Eric Gray had, what, 160 yards, 176 rushing yards. Oh, I don't yeah. know. He, Yeah, and Javante Barnes had a great game. And and Dylan got yes, quite a bit of yards did. on the ground, Of course, too. every time he'd take off to run, Dylan I'd go, no, 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 stop, stop. <laughs> It scared me as a mom, you know, it's like, please don't, please don't hurt him. Yes. Um, But he didn't get hurt. I know, especially after, you know, the Baylor quarterback went out on Thursday night, got, did have the same thing that happened to Dylan. He was sliding and he got targeted and he had to go. Yeah, I heard that. And then they went on to lose the game. I don't know if Mm -hmm. I would assume that had something to do with it. I'm not, I'm not sure. Sure. I would assume that it did. Because, yeah. Yeah, that was I wish that game. I'd watched it. I didn't even realize it was on on a Thursday, or I would have tuned in. Yeah, I had, I had been at a continuing ed course and came home, and um, Brett was watching the NFL game, which was kind of boring, that Chicago game, and I saw something somebody posted on Facebook. I'm like, well, I'm turning it over to this game. And so it was very late in the oh, okay. fourth quarter when we started watching it, but it's just kind of back and forth, but... You know, it's hard to play in yeah. Morgantown at night. Yeah. You know, they, they they tend to play play tough at night. Um, so, yeah. And then then yesterday, the another tight one that TCU Oklahoma State game, which I listened to. Oh on the yes, radio you were on, driving while home. driving home. I mean, I watched some uh-huh. of it. We were at the restaurant. So I was watching some of it, and it was really funny because my dad, he's like cheering for Oklahoma State, and my sister looks at him and she goes, "Okay." I know you sent one of your three daughters to Oklahoma State, but my son went to TCU. So, Dad, I'm going to be cheering against you right now. <laughs> so at least you. And I'm just like, yeah. I just well, want to see a good, a good game. game. Yes, we got back home yeah. in, in enough time to watch. We watched the second half of it. Yes, and it was just yeah, because TCU they did had they fight were back. down, and so I really thought, uh, yeah. OSU will go ahead and just close this out, and then. There definitely oh, yeah. had been some halftime exactly. adjustments with TCU. I mean, their defense stepped up and kept OSU mm-hmm. from being able to to run and um, and it pass. Right. Um, you know, passing game was not like it had been in the first half, and then all of a sudden it's a tie right. game. Yeah, that's and that right. Max Duggan. I mean, he would mm-hmm. he seemed to be all over the field. Um, oh yes, like when he played yes. Us, huh? And then when it went to overtime. I don't know. I just had that feeling where you're like, this is on their field. OSU needs to win this mm-hmm. immediately the first time or it yes. it may get, yes. you know, it may get out of right. hand. And when they uh-huh. couldn't complete, they yeah. had a holding call on the second overtime. They had a holding call on the first down. Um, and so. Okay. See, I turned it back to the radio then because I was also listening to oh, the Bama-Tennessee okay. game. You were, you were so listening to both. Okay. Going back well, that forward. holding call. Yes. Pushed them back, you know, made it first and 20, um, uh-huh. and they they had to kick a field goal. You yeah. know, they just were not able to get the ball any closer right. than field goal range. And then TCU scored like yes. in two or three yes. plays, right? I mean, they didn't. I mean, Dug they just threw a little pass. Boom, they didn't even have yeah, to get a first I, I kinda down. I kind of think maybe one first down, and then they ran it in the end zone. I, you know, it was like, wow, and it was over. Yeah. It was just kind of a real quick kind of thing. Anyway. Anyway, there yeah. were lots of good games. And then, yes, the Bama-Tennessee game, that yes. was quite exciting. And then mm-hmm. he who must not be named, his team went down. And I am all Correct. right with that. Go Utes. <laughs> <You know. laughs> 
so I, I, I had gotten home and we started watching that game. And after halftime, I just look at Brett and I go, I, I got up at six o'clock this morning to drive to Norman. I, I just cannot hang. So you didn't and watch finish this it? Game. Um, you didn't see the end? Oh, no. wow. Well, I did not. But Brett, <laughs> Brett told me this morning, first thing when I woke up, he goes, they won by one. And I go, which team won by one? <laughs> You know, it was another one of those halftime adjustments. The Utes came out, and they were mm-hmm. able to make up, you know, points and, and keep USC from I – mean, they still had big plays. You know, Caleb Williams can – yeah, he's going to scramble well, and yeah, get Caleb's 50 a, yards uh, sometimes amazing. on just a, yeah. a busted play. He is. And mm-hmm. he is a very good player. Yeah. He is. I mean, when you watch him, it's like, wow. Oh, he is. Yeah. But he – Yes. Yeah. You're like, how does he do that? Kind of like Kyler yes. would get out of things sometimes or Baker. I mean, you know, he's right in that vein of those Riley quarterbacks uh-huh. we had, right? Well, I mean, but USC's defense, yeah. they were in the like speed D, mm-hmm. <laughs> like OU used to play. And as you watched oh, in the second half, we, you're like, we love to give Alex there's no defense shoes. out there on the field. The, there is no defense for USC. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and, and I don't mean to take anything away yeah. from the Utes. Um, they had a good game plan going in, but they were able to just drive down the field. It took them longer to score than USC, yeah. but they were able to drive down the field mm-hmm. and score. Right. And so they get it down with 30, yeah. about 30. They they milk the clock because it's like we don't want to give USC any time. Uh-huh. They get it down with about 30 yeah. seconds to go in the game. And they get a touchdown, and they go for two, and they get it. <laughs> That's how That's they won. That's what Brett said. He said they went for two, which, hey – that last week, weren't we talking about how, or the one before that, how Texas didn't have the yes. guts to go oh, for yes. two? Oh yes, and oh, you Texas you know, that yes. year that they just uh-huh. went for the tie. They just went for the tie, and then they're telling us how they're number one. And <laughs> well, hey, kudos. Even if they had lost, I gotta say, kudos right, to the youth right. for going. So for they two. went for two. They get it. The as a little quarterback keep. It looks like he's gonna pass it, but he just kind of stands around for a minute, and then okay. he runs right in and scores. So USC gets the ball back, um, and they had a couple timeouts, so they used those. And, of course, Caleb's try, trying to get anything accomplished, but they, they finally run out of time. Uh-huh. I mean, one scramble takes nine seconds okay. off, and another one takes eight and something. Right. you know. And all of a sudden, you're like, he only has time mm-hmm. for one or two more plays. And they were, they were missed passes. Yeah. Okay. And so it, it was an exciting game. You okay. should have stayed up <laughs> or recorded yeah. it. Oh, I know. I know. I I can go back and watch it. <laughs> but yes, that's that's um we we are not necessarily No, sad we're not. About and that. they kept showing We were all oh, yes, we fans were. Last and they night. they kept showing yes, Grinch we on the sidelines and he'd have his hands out, you know, with this just like question, you know, look of ah and this, you know, kind of oh, crazy really look on his what face I, and I'm like What do I do? This is your speed D. It doesn't work against a mobile yeah. quarterback. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't work in the Big yeah. Twelve, and I don't think it's right. working out there if they're playing a you know a team that's got a you know the ability yeah. for the quarterback to run. Well, and let's talking about that. And we were talking about how people have been going on about OU's defense, which they needed some improvement. It looks like they've they're making some improvements. And like I've said before, I. Had to believe there was talent on the team. But can we talk about how many points are scored? I mean, Clem, 
the Alabama Tennessee game. Both well, teams and, scored a bunch of points. And they said that right? the Alabama, that's the most they've ever allowed since 1907. That's the most points Alabama defense has allowed in a college football game since 1907. Wow, Josh Heifel, you go. And so it's interesting to me, too. We've had these these run-pass options in the Big 12 for years now, and Mm -hmm. all we would hear the ESPN Mm -hmm. guys talk about is how crappy our defense was. Our defense sucks. We don't know how to play defense. defense. Um, And now that it's in the SEC, Mm -hmm. when you've got it going on at Tennessee, Mm -hmm. I mean, the Bama quarterback, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the Kentucky quarterback – the Arkansas quarterback, when you see it, yes. they don't talk about how bad their defense is. They're like, these are just great offensive yeah. minds that are that they're great offensive players. So yeah. it's just hard to stop them. And I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. that's not what you used to say yeah. about the Big 12. But they have kind of quit saying it about us now too. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, I'm like, okay, RD might – needs some improvement, but also let's realize we are playing in, you know, this big 12 air raid and all these other teams that are supposed to be so great, they are also allowing right. a lot of points. Exactly. And so it's, it's a, it, college football right now, a lot of times, except maybe in the big 10. Well, and it's so boring. Is, it's about <laughs> football. Is boring. It can be boring. Yes. But, but Michigan did score I know, 41 they points did. yesterday. They just so go blue, go blue. <laughs> Yes, but it is, it's about who's going to score the most points. And so like last week, when we don't have an offense, it, we're not going to win. It's, it, I'm not sure it was that Texas's defense was so fabulous. Although that, that Texas-Iowa State game, that was kind of an interesting game too. But anyway. That's true. I mean, neither one of them so. scored very much there. So I'm assuming their defense played better. Um, yes, I guess. I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't want to. <laughs> We were at the game. I didn't. We didn't. Uh, we didn't see it. <laughs> we either. were at the game. We were cheering oh, for yes. Iowa State. I like Matt Campbell. What the, I think he's a yeah. very good coach. And I know. I, I would do, assume yeah. he'll get. I do too. offered a, you know, a bigger place, a better, you know, a better place. I hope so. Um, yeah. Not to mm-hmm. say that Iowa State is awful. I I don't know. You know, to me, Iowa State. He's he's there. He's kept it maintained for several years. They are usually in the hunt mm-hmm. for the championship. Yes. I think he it's time for him to get a a, a more well-known name like Nebraska maybe, yeah. you know, something like that. Maybe he go he could right. go coach there and yeah. bring back Could've some been. of the greatness to that to that place. Yeah. So, um another thing um I don't know how we're doing on time. I don't want to talk too long. But um talking about long so Brett said, he texted me, he's like, oh my gosh, that was the longest game ever. Our game? Talking about the OU game. And I'm like, really? It didn't seem that long. But, you know, it was on ESPN too, but the the TCU game was on ABC. And that game took forever and part okay. of it was commercials. And we, I was switching back and forth between the Fox games, which, you know, like usually Michigan. And those games are done. Same start time, they are done way before. And people, you know, they're talking about, we talked about this earlier, not tonight, but when we've just talked on our own about all the the new rules and how um, you can go out of bounds, but then that doesn't necessarily uh-huh. stop the clock. 
it'll stop it for a minute and then it'll start running again. And, um, you know, and everybody's like, well, college football games are too long. They've got, they've got to do something. No, college football games, if they just let them play, this is my philosophy, aren't too long. The stupid yes. TV timeouts, that's what it's makes college football games long. Yes, the advertising. And that little man that comes yes. out with the... Which is where yeah, all the money comes, comes out from. with his orange sleeve, and you're like, "Oh my goodness, it's going to be three and a half uh-huh. minutes or whatever si- time he holds up." Yes. Takes forever. Yes, yeah, I agree. And so I just find that annoying because I thought I liked it when there was that strategy of we we have to you know get out of bounds because we're going to stop the clock. Well, unless it's under two minutes, you know the clock will start right back. And so I think that takes out of a little bit of a strategy a little bit of the strategy but the long games it's not because of how the college football games go maybe partly because there's more passing than running like there used to be but it's it's because of all the tv right and and i was just going to say the the running game if if you're predominantly run heavy team then yes you're going to be done sooner than than osu or tcu or somebody that's going to pass you know two out of four downs um Mm -hmm. you know because an incomplete pass the clock definitely starts a complete pass if you get a first down the the clock stops to move the chains but then it immediately starts back up Mm -hmm. so yes and if you run and you run big big 40 yard gaps you know down the field uh not gap a gash (laughs) on the other team uh i didn't say that (laughs) right um but you know then time continues to tick uh, again it mm-hmm. stops to move the chains but yeah starts right back up so yeah mm-hmm. yep okay what else um i really had a, th- a few things i'm just um i was okay. really proud that we had a game plan we had an offensive game plan yes yes like Sean and i game plan hollered about last week after the texas game yes. that the Wildcat is not a game plan. Lebby took some no. grief over the week yes. in his press conferences, and right. he needed Please to. So. Um, yes. And finally, they yes, I still wasn't like thrilled oh, no, with his they, answers they were, either. Actually. They were, yeah, not I, good answers. He didn't but take they, much ownership. You know, they did finally say, "Why yeah. did General Booty not play?" Well, he was. He he said he had a minor deal, and then you kind of check before the game, pregame minor. I think he called it a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, as you check into okay. it, there was report that maybe he had an allergy attack. Maybe his contacts were watering and he didn't have a replacement. It was all just kind of, uh, uh, uh. And where we were at right. the game, my husband saw him on the sidelines with his helmet on and his, and his chin strap uh-huh. on. And when he didn't get yeah. to go out and, and play in the second half, he took his helmet off, put it under his arm, and he went and sat down on the sidelines. He certainly didn't look like he was having any sort of allergy attack mm-hmm. or trouble finding the bench. So I don't know that I believe yeah. that. Um, a couple of the other right. questions were, do you not believe, do, to Levy, were, do you believe in a gamer? Like... And he's like, what do you mean? And, and um, oh, yes, this, this one, one yes. Um, you know, where he said, um, no, I don't. I think you're, you're only as good as the practice that you put in. And I don't believe that someone cannot look good in practice and come out and look really well in a game. And I have to tend to disagree with don't that because I know plenty of people that do Same. better in a stressful situation than they do in a practice, mm-hmm. wrote, memorized type um, scripted session, you know. Yeah. Um, in fact, you can have somebody who looks great in practice 
Yes. And looks awful And I think in a game. that may have been what we saw at Texas. <laughs> you know? Could be. Yeah, that could be. That may be what happens. Yeah, he with may, Davis the Bevel. nerves may get him, you know? Yeah. They, they really may. And yeah. so at least I was excited to see. Of course, the game plan still revolved around Dylan Gabriel, but they had. Right. And that's fair. Starter. He is our starter, yes. but you still have to. You need a game plan and they when he can't be there. purposely got the ball to our playmakers, Marvin Mims, Braden Willis, yes. Drake Stoops. Mm-hmm. They let Eric yes. Gray get a bunch of runs mm-hmm. in. Even Javante Barnes. I guess mm-hmm. Marcus Major is still injured. I, yes. I did not see him on the sidelines. Yeah, he didn't play at all, so I wasn't sure but what was you've up you've got to get the ball so. in the hands of the playmakers, that, that the experienced playmakers that you know can catch it and, and mm-hmm. make yards after catch and, and make yards as they're being tackled. Yes. and you know. So I was excited to see that mm-hmm. he had at least maybe, maybe some of the riffraff that he got after the game, maybe he thought about it and said, I, I can do better. Yeah. I hope. Mm-hmm. I hope Levy thought about it yeah. like that. Yes. <laughs> same, same. Agreed. Let's hope so. Or maybe what ha- maybe what happened to Booty before the game is what happened to me like right so- during one of our scores on this sec uh-huh. in the second quarter, we just right when we were scoring and I can't even remember who it was because I'm I'm sitting there and I'm like I felt something on my ear, kind of like if you've got like a little bug or something. I'm like, what is that? And then my earlobe just starts stinging. You, I got I, stung oh, wow. by something. I don't know. But I'm like, and so I want to cheer, but my ear's stinging. And I look at Shane, my sister, and I go, okay, something just stung me on my earlobe. And she looks and she actually oh pulled the God. stinger out. My ear, The stinger was still in my earlobe. And, and so, yeah. Maybe so maybe that's was. what happened or to maybe... General Booty before the Texas game. Maybe he got stung by a bee like I got stung by a bee on my earlobe, and I couldn't celebrate as much and as well as I wanted to. I was going to say, maybe Texas touchdown. had a drone, and they sent it over, and it squirted water in his face, and he couldn't see. <laughs> but I don't believe that. <laughs> maybe. Because you could have gone either. in. But anyway. You could have gone in in that the second was... half, right? <laughs> I could yes. I who oh, I was there for the I was cheering hard for the next touchdown. Got some ice out of my sister's cup and put it on my ear and, and all was good. The fandom continued, the cheering continued. I you know, I was yes, in my place. Yes. I was doing my part. Well, and the other so, thing yeah. we did yeah. have that I just wanted to mention, we did have three turnovers. And Dylan hasn't had any turnovers yes, up until this game. Um, yeah. One interception, two fumbles, um, and the fact mm-hmm. that our defense responded. I mean, they had two takeaways on their own, oh, good um, point, but they Dana. responded. And, you know, if you, yeah. you if you lose three, yes, if you have three takeaways, it's hard to win mm-hmm. a game if you're evenly matched. And and I felt like hard. we were fairly evenly yes. matched, yes. but we were able to. Um, mm-hmm take care of the business, you know, take uh, the defense was able to take care of those and, and keep them from Mm -hmm. hurting us that much. So I was proud of the defensive guys for that. Yeah. And I hope we get Billy Bowman back. I guess he's, he's didn't suit up. Is there, do you have any word? So I did see something that indicated that he, you know, having this bye week is going to help. So he might, might be, might be ready what Shortly is his injury? Any, I don't. I, I heard his do you, leg, but that was really from. Know. Was that from a, a 
uh, yeah. kickoff return back in the Texas game early? May, yeah, I don't really know okay. what happened. Or no, it wasn't the Texas you, game. You Sorry, it was the um, it was the TCU game. No, it was the game, game before. Yeah, the it was TCU, the TCU game. So he's been yeah. out two and a half games, and yeah. it was early in the game because mm-hmm. he went out, and then Dylan Gabriel also yeah. went out. Yes, yeah. it was pretty early, and then Harmon mm-hmm. went out. So ho- yeah, yeah, hopefully so, we'll have him okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, anything else? Any other thoughts, Sean? Oh, yes. sure. Yeah, I've got, well, I've oh, got okay. not about the game. But I've got some stuff. Okay, so my question for you today, tell me my tell me about your favorite today is I want you to tell me about your favorite OU game in Norman, um, your favorite OU game that you've been to in oh, Norman. Oh, gosh, Sean, don't do me that way. <laughs> oh. I know there are tons of them. I mean, we've been going to um, we we got we got to Norman in 1982, so I I realized um, that this is oh my gosh it's one that years I remember that it really was like really that frightening to me but it was really fun and, and I don't know the year mm-hmm. it's when Texas A and M was still in the um, Big Twelve they had not left us for the that SEC might have been one of mine and we hung 77 points on them. And they scored a big zero goose yes. egg. Okay, 2003. See, so you looked it up. <laughs> you mm-hmm. knew that was coming. Yes, I'm I like, did. That was a fantastic mine. game. And I know that Stoops took grief for it. He got people on the radio, on the TV, talked about he how did. he ran yeah, up the score. True. He had the second stringers mm-hmm. in by halftime, and he had the third string yes, in all of the fourth quarter. Um, he did, but too. you yes. know those guys—they yeah, don't get to play. You can't blame them for like, hey, That's I'm right. gonna get a touchdown. Watch, nope. mom, I'm on TV. Agreed. I'm gonna score. Agreed. Um, you can't blame yeah. them for that. Sure. So, um, no, I, I just mm-hmm. remember that Not was a fantastic game, and everybody stayed till that the was, end. Uh, even you know, even though it was one. a blowout, uh, at least yes, everybody around me stayed till the end. Yeah. You just wanted to see how bad, how yeah. bad it could be. No, it it it, it was a good one. Um, actually, I worked with some people who um, were Aggie fans, and the year before we had lost to them, and um, I don't know, was the year before that year we went to the Aggie game? It was altogether? one of those I don't years. Anyway, yes, we went. Remember, but we, we went won. Down. Didn't we yeah. win that game when we all so, went? Oh, I kind of think we did um, when we when know. we journeyed down there in the van. Yeah, but it, but anyway. That they get, they gave me a really hard time and filled up my office with balloons with the score. And I don't even remember what the score was in oh. 2002. But you know, and and I try, I try to be really nice. I mean, I, you know, I'll be happy that we won, but yes, I try not yes. to lord it over people. Um, you know. But anyway, when we won 77 to nothing, and I had kept all those balloons that like after they popped, I don't know why them? I kept them. I like just. I just put them all over her desk, and I said, "This is what okay. happens. Seventy-seven to nothing. This is what happens yeah, to what people goes who gloat." <laughs> <laughs> yes, but okay. Yes, so I'll true. tell you about that was oh, one. Okay. That was one of my favorites, and and I left out the games. I left out the games from two thousand because that OU Nebraska game in two thousand, when we oh. tore down the goalposts, yes. much like Tennessee did yesterday, was one of like one of one, one of my favorites ever. But um, 
So another close favorite, but still not my number one, was in 1983, and it was actually a loss. Okay. We played Nebraska. It was 21 to 28, but it was, and it was okay. in the rain. It was raining by the end of the game. We had Spencer Tillman oh, and Danny Bradley, and um, Derek Shepard was on the team then. I mean, it was a tough game. Um, they had, they um, had Tommy Frazier played for them, okay. Mike Rozier. So, it, you know, people who people know in college football, we lost, but it was an amazing game because, I mean, oh gosh, the teams were fighting till the bitter end. So it was like a wonderful yes, to game witness. to uh-huh. see from that standpoint. Uh, to witness, yeah. It was, but my favorite, I think, was in 2008 when we okay. played Texas Tech. Oh, the, the shoot night game. And, <laughs> yep, the jump around game. And, yep, they came oh, in yes. number two. We were number five. DeMarco, our running backs coach, he's um, right before half, he scored 42 to seven. And that's when they just like start doing the whole jump around thing. And the crowd was yes, so loud. Yes, the crowd was electric. loud. Yes, loud, louder than, oh, maybe yes. louder than ever, than I've ever heard. Same. Agreed. And I think maybe the week before did the fans yes. get called As out. As I for remember, kind of, Bob had called him out and he's yes. like, This is yeah. a home game. That's what and I if remember you all can't too. Show up, then sell your yes. tickets to somebody who wants to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. And the final score I think was sixty five to twenty one. Oh, it was on my birthday. Excellent. So excellent birthday that yes. too. It was on my birthday that year. But that Sam Bradford and Jermaine Gresham and DeMarco and all those guys. Oh yeah. And that was, that was a fun one. And it, okay. yeah, it was the loudest, 2008, that was the loudest I think I've ever heard. Um, well, and I'm sure the tech fans had brought tortillas because they throw those at their games and they probably had to eat them. <laughs> they probably did. Well, and they were ranked number two in the yeah. country at the time too. So was I mean, Mike it, was, it was a coaching? big deal for them. No. He was coaching there. Okay, mm-hmm. probably. He probably was if they were ranked number yes. two. Yes. Well, and, and I read that Riley... An was like or or a grad assistant yes. or something. Yeah. Yeah. He was like a grad assistant okay. for them then. And and his wife, so one of the articles I read um said that his wife is like, I never want to come back here ever again. <laughs> and she had to move there, huh? I guess that's why she wanted the sunny sunny California. And then she had to move there. <laughs> uh, yes, you're right. You're right. But anyway, so yeah, that's our tell me have about your fun, favorite for this week. <laughs> Excellent. Well, we so, have yeah. no games next week. We get a bye, Love which it. I think is probably um, good do. for everybody. I I think I think I heard yes. uh, Coach Venable say he was going to give a Monday off. Um, I assume they looked at oh, that's game good. film today. I I don't know exactly how all that works, but uh-huh. I think I over. I think he said right. um, in the post game that they'd have Monday off. And then they would get uh-huh. back at, at some work. But he was going to be a little lighter on them this week and kind of let them have rest a little That's bit, which I good. think is good. Yeah. yeah. I think at- like you, you've been saying that he may, he yeah. may be, um, he may not be giving them quite enough, you know, mental health breaks and, and physical breaks too, but. Right. When well, didn't you say that Schmitty had told, told him that they, yes. they needed yes. a break? Um, it said, we won't name who said this, but, but, um. The strength and okay. conditioning coach <laughs> said they need a break, uh, you know, that, that they're getting overworked. Mm-hmm. So uh, hopefully this will give them a little break. Yeah, and then sometimes they'll get ready you can't overwork Day. your body. 
And it's hard to play up yeah, there. Yeah, and I think they were um, – That game's on the road. It is. Iowa State can – yeah. And they have lost – I think the last couple games they've lost were pretty close to – they. I mean, this, this week they lost by three to Texas, and I think they lost by Kansas the week before, like okay. really close. So, you know, they um, they are not – they're kind of where we were this past week. They're going to be like that when we play them. Although I don't know if Iowa State, they've maybe already had their buys. So they oh, may that's be true. They may a have a week. Yeah, that's Saturday. true. They may have a game this week. I'm not sure. Yeah. But, so yes, anyway. they are um, but yeah. the bottom dweller of the Big 12 standings. They're, yes, they have right, not won a Big 12 game. And we're mm-hmm. one not. So they're going to have something to prove to themselves, too. (laughs) So uh, we can't really say anything about that. We're both down there in the bottom. And uh, we really need to pull a win out of this. Mm -hmm. We do. Yeah, we do. But, yeah, I liked what I saw this week. I saw saw improvement. I saw grit, which we've been seeing grit from some of these players. But um, I saw it. And, you know, if the – like we said, if the offense is – is working and doing some things that makes it easier on the defense. I mean, and that works both ways when, when the defense is making stops, it makes it easier on the offense. But when our offense is not three and out three and out, um, where our defense defense is on the field the whole time, right. it does. It does. Make a difference. It does. And I think Venables even said at the post game press conference, he said, you know, it, they complemented each other very mm-hmm. well. And we haven't necessarily Absolutely. been seeing yes. that. Yeah, it's very, very balanced. Balance. Yeah. We actually had the ball. Mm-hmm. We pretty mm-hmm. much had the ball for half of the game, like 30 minutes, and Kansas had it for right. close yes. to 30 minutes. We may have actually had it a little bit longer. We finally yes. won the time of possession. Not by a yes. lot, but we won the time of possession, which we haven't That's been winning help that the guys at all. on defense get a little bit of a rest yes. and a breather and get ready mm-hmm. to come back in, especially with it being so yes. hot on Saturday. Yeah. It was was very hot, Mm -hmm. so. Okay, so Dana, um, I'd forgotten to talk about this. This is pretty funny. So we didn't, I didn't get to watch game day this week. You were driving, yeah. I was in the car. I was driving, and, you know, you were probably getting ready for the game. But so I guess, I guess Peyton Manning was one of the guest pickers. You know, how Oh, because it was at Tennessee, of course. Okay, of course. Right, right. And so I just thought this was pretty hilarious. Um, so Peyton, oh yeah, he's Peyton's very hilarious. Uh-huh. Let's be honest. Yeah, he 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 he's he's so kind of boring and straight mannish that he's funny. Um, but anyway, so he said he when they were he was picking the Kansas Oklahoma game or the Oklahoma Kansas game, but on here it says that that he hasn't cared about a game between these two schools since Danny Manning. <laughs> Took on Mookie Blaylock in the 1988 basketball finals. <laughs> That's probably true. And you know what? Oklahoma lost in the finals, and we'd beaten them twice in I the know. season. We beat them at, at OU, and we beat them at Kansas. And then I'll be yep. dadgummed if Danny Manning. Uh, well, and he had one foul the whole game. He had one foul. And he was the biggest guy out there on the whole stinking court. And he didn't foul anybody, but he played post, you know, and he'd post up and he just body slammed. Dana's like, I don't believe it. People out of the way. And then they'd call our guy for fouling. Uh, wasn't that, was that Stacey King? I, 
I think Stacy King yes. was our center, yeah. and he was skinny compared to yeah. Danny Manning. Because so. Danny Manning, yeah. well, he was a beefy kind of guy. I guess yep. he, he still may be kind of beefy. Right. Um, but he would just knock our guy out. Um, and then they'd go, we fouled, and he'd get two points and a free throw. <sighs> Sorry for the rant. Yeah. I was in Michigan. <laughs> I went over and watched I watched the game with Celia Clayton because she was in grad school at Michigan okay. at the time, too. Yeah, and so um, Celia and Brett and I, we all oh, watched the fun. game together, you know, so the Michigan people. Was that, but, um, was that so when it was Peyton funny Manning because, was in school oh, at go Tennessee? Ahead. Okay, was that? Okay, oh, no, okay. No, 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 I don't think so. I mean, I don't know when he was in college. No, no, no. It seems like he's older, but he's not a he's he's not our yeah. age, is he? I okay. guess he might have been. He's okay. well, he's younger so he, than I mean, us. But he might have been not in a lot. Then. I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, I I know. Talk sporty listeners are really disappointed at us that we don't know when Peyton. I Manning think he's was an old guy, but <laughs> I don't, don't anyway. want to say I'm old too. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think he's quite as old as us. But so anyway, but it was funny because then Peyton goes on to say, he said, it's desperation time in Oklahoma. And he said, and also Greg Sankey could rescind the invitation to the SEC if Oklahoma doesn't beat Kansas. So then then Peyton goes, I'm going with Oklahoma. <laughs> well, thank you, Peyton, for picking the Sooners. Because then we put it Thank through. you, Peyton. <laughs> Woo, Peyton. Did he pick we Tennessee? Love you guys. I would assume he picked Tennessee <laughs> to win. Oh, I'm okay. sure. Yeah, he probably picked Tennessee. Yeah. Can you imagine oh, how loud gosh. it would have been there? I mean, since when we, we went, went to the game, game there, that Baker played, it, and was, it was loud. loud. It was loud. I, I oh, yeah. cannot imagine. You it know, was loud. They they interviewed Josh at the end of the game. Josh Heupel, um, Tennessee's coach. Um, if uh-huh. if you're not a Sooner fan, yeah. you you wouldn't know that. If you are, of course, you know who Josh is. Um, and he was like. He won a I'm national so championship amazed. For us I mean, the crowd was in it from the start. You know, he was he was thanking the crowd yeah. for being there, and he was like, "This is just a fantastic atmosphere." I mean, we won, even yeah. if we hadn't won. Just, I mean, man, this place was rocking. <laughs> so he he gave a shout out yeah. to the crowd, and and oh, good. I, I'm oh, I'm too. happy for Josh and Nick Saban had a couple of little hissy fits too. He was not happy. Oh, he I was didn't see around that. I missed that because I was fl- flipping back and forth, you know. I, so I saw one when we were at the restaurant, and that was before halftime, and he's just like throwing stuff down. He wasn't happy about some call. I can't even remember what call it was. And then I guess towards the end of the games, another one happened, and he was – I heard it, you know. Oh, wow. Okay. Nick, Nick's hissy fit. And Nick's yeah. not usually like that. Oh, it's no. Nick, not but, Josh but He was, yeah. Nick was the one. No, yeah. Nick Saban had okay. a couple little hissy fits. I mean, I texted Brett. And I'm like, Nick is acting like a, a two-year-old. He's having a little temper tantrum. Well, he doesn't like to lose. And, you know, usually if the refs can no, kind of call it his way, I always think he gets his, he and his team get the benefit yeah, of the doubt. I think if it's like. Do questionable they'll go yeah yes. there's really no flag there's really no penalty and they'll put the flag in their pocket uh-huh and i think maybe he wasn't getting the benefit of the doubt always but bryce young oh he did okay awesome okay he he was back and and the little bit i saw while we were eating dinner okay. bryce looked good yeah bryce bryce well that bryce doing bryce stuff. he's he he's phenomenal yeah he, yeah he well, looks he, really yeah. good yeah. Um, his passing is definitely Yeah, improved. he looked good. People say he's maybe Heisman King. You know, I watched him yeah. some last year. 
at their and he was great candidate. with the with the running option. He just wouldn't always hit his receivers. So I think with another year under his belt, uh-huh. he's he's definitely improved in that passing game. Okay. All right. Well, go yes, Tennessee, go, Josh. go Josh Heupel. All right. Thank you, thank yeah, you, Peyton, for the shout out. And Dana Manning. <laughs> 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 Anyway. Yeah. And it was fun seeing some of those young Yeah, it was. It was. I was very happy. All right. So um, I guess this is it. And we won't have, I'm I'm assuming we won't do a podcast next week since we don't have a game, but we will talk to you guys um, after the Iowa State game and we need another W. We need another win in the win column. Yes, W. 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 We need a W. All right, Boomer. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Sooner. Woo.